The programme which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. Good afternoon, good afternoon. You are tuned to Ice Topka here on Resonance from the 4.4 FM. Once again, this is me, Simon Tishko. And this week, where are we at this week? We are tuning around a little bit of performance. We had some pieces from artists featured in a Tallinn New Music Festival, which is being bizarrely organised by Elo Massing. I only say bizarrely because Elo Massing is a top international creative artist herself and finds herself in an administrative role which is driving her mad and has allowed me during Elo's visit to London listen to lots of um, administrative Estonians spoken here at Flight Isotopka Towers in southwest London. Um, there's a few artists that will be, there's some excerpts from some of the artists that will be appearing in the New Music Festival in Tallinn. I'm not sure many people are listening to Resonance FM will actually make it to Tallinn to 
take part or listen to the new music festival, but nevertheless, there will be some more playing from that in future episodes of Isotopica. We have the usual bizarre mixtures of high camp, irony, poetry, political thought, political insight, political misrepresentation, political misunderstandings, ranting and raving, and just the usual kind of things from uh, Ice Topica that you have grown to love and expect, at least I hope so. There's a user satisfaction survey type thing to be completed on the Resonance FM website. If you want to do that, it's part of our Arts Council grant to keep Resonance FM's heart beating for another 20 years because we're actually coming up to something like that, which is something of a phenomena. Something of a phenomena. Something of a phenomena. Where does that come from? I think we all know that song. Anyway, um, I still find myself utterly puzzled, amazed, jaw-dropped, speechless, ranting, raving in all sorts of combinations thereof at the current political climate sweeping through the world, Filipino president murdering drug enthusiasts on the street, um, Donald Trump as a potential political candidate for the presidency of the United States, Nigel Farage, one of the most boring pub bores, insubstantial and ridiculous political figures becoming a bit of an international star and celebrity amongst the less well the less well intellectually privileged shall we say, I'm saying that as a member of the international London, international urban, European elite of which I am a proud perhaps founding member and certainly a member of the resistance as we are driven from existence in Brexit Britain some rather remarkable articles in the New York Review of Books this edition talking about Brexit from an American perspective I'll post links to those on my website being www.theculture.net there's a couple of things one about um I think someone that would be a left-wing star these days was originally a Tory politician who helped write the European Convention of Human Rights, which this particular government and rather a large percentage of the people in this country seem to be so keen to run away from. I mean, come on, who wants human rights when you can have things written into law like, you know, only smart foreigners allowed and other dystopic foul sentiments that seem to be stinking up. Yes, the miasma, that's the word I've been searching for all this time, the miasma. The miasma is returning, the right-wing miasma, and it's returning not to Weimar, Germany, as in 1934. But London, in the year 2016, I'm shocked and I'm horrified, and as an artist, I don't know what to do about it. Can't make work about it, because I've been making political work for the past 25 years, and... Where's it got us? It's got us to Brexit. Is it all my fault? Probably not. Anyway, I hope you enjoy today's edition of Isotop. There's quite a mixture there. Details of today's episode will be on my website. Also, you can engage directly on Twitter. Hashtag Isotopica. My name is Simon Tishko. That's kind of my Twitter handle too. So why don't you join us in that ever so public forum? In the meantime, there's also links on my website to the ongoing project with William Leonard Pickard, alleged LSD chemist of extraordinary degree who is serving two life sentences without parole, mostly for the crime of trying to defend himself against the rather trumped up and set up and 
lurched criminal charges that the DEA, the Moral Authority in America, had imposed against him. But there you go. Um, we're going to be doing some readings any day now with Dudley Sutton and a few other people in Oscar Wilde's jail cell in Reading Jail um, to make a link between Leonard, who has written a novel called The Rose of Paracelsus, in his jail cell on pencil, with pencil, on paper, and sent out amongst other correspondents to be self-published through Amazon. Um, we're going to be doing a number of projects, including things with the Psychedelic Society and various Illuminati from the Nouveau psychedelic scene which is far more academic and slightly less tune in turn on and drop out as the really rather spoil it all for everyone timothy leary said in the 1960s have i waffled on for long enough i think so i fulfilled my brief this is me simon tushko please pin back your ears discerning wise resonance fm style and listen to today's edition of isotopica here on resonance
intersection of the practice of our faith with the exercise of our civic duty, especially when it comes to voting. Let's first acknowledge that there has never been a political party in the United States that is perfectly aligned with Catholic teaching on every issue. But that does not mean that we are therefore automatically free to vote for any party we want. Because one party can be much 
further from Catholic principles on the most important issues than the other party. As a result of that, we are often faced with the task of discerning which party and which policies are most in line with Catholic teaching and which ones are not. So many issues are subject to the prudential judgment of Catholic voters. What does that mean? We hear that term thrown around, prudential judgment. It means that Catholics can legitimately disagree with each other and even with their on the best way to address issues such as racial injustice, education, the economy, immigration, and health care, and There are other issues, however, which touch on matters of intrinsic evil. We hear that word as well. What does that mean? These are actions that can never, at any time, under any circumstance, be promoted or even enabled by a faithful Catholic. But setting aside issues of intrinsic evil for now, let's consider some of the more common for which Catholics can legitimately exercise prudential judgment. Let's look at a few specific ones. One such issue is affirmative action. This program aims to eliminate perceived disadvantages that minorities face when competing, for example, for entry into college. In our nation, one party favors affirmative action to bring justice and balance in our multiracial society. The other party holds that it penalizes high achievers by giving limited spots in the 
personal, economic, or educational interests. Nobody would say that. But as we'll see in a moment, there is a candidate in this 2016 race for president who along with that candidate's political party does in fact sanction the killing of blacks and Hispanics in the situation previously described under one Oh, no, 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 oh, no
Simon, can I make a suggestion? Can I, just to break the ice for me, it'd be nice just to get a few poems out there and just to get used to it and then the bit uh, and then we'll take it from there. Okay. Okay. Poet seeks traveling companion. Poet is at the bus stop. He too has a monkey. Now he is here on my shoulder. He doesn't have a monkey exactly as I imagined. The bus driver says two passengers. Poet sees only one getting off, other getting on. Poet asks always and driver says loss and longing, family fair. Poet asks how you tell which is which. 
Driver says, not my circus, not my monkey. Loss gets on. No, longing gets on. Hermaphrodite. The shape of a screaming Goya comes face to face with the face of my early life. Says a boy is a boy by birth and not a choice. This breaking news is worse, far worse than when poet wanted to grow up, be a Jew and write the history of the world, heart pressed to a diasporic chest. A slug, hermaphrodite, moves from bee to drainpipe, go-kart, boy, girl, girl, boy, boy, girl, girl, goya, goy. The rage of sleep is fragile outlives the scattered, broken ruins, and no fair amount of fairy liquid will wash the mucus of the rest.
Another one. Je et un autre. I is another, Arthur Rimbaud wrote. There is an other of the other. Poet, here's other. You apparent eased monkey, onion of the union. Other, other. It's either you or I, but both together is out of the question. I leave poet in his majestic presence and check into the Grand Hotel de l'Univers with the other who skulks flea infested on the mirror above the four-poster bed. Knock, knock. Sleep is a drama junkie. Knocks on the eardrum, bang the rhino, hip butts the whatnot, and doodah, a nocturne, jumps and starts across the parquet floor, bolts the ostrich up the flue and fatigue of a desert caravan. Baroque paradoxes, stowaways and lorikeets, hopping from page to backman, Borges, father, mother, poet, and Goya too, all of them. I open my mouth, unable to form what lies ahead, a coming fear, a sleep that lasts for miles.
Emily Dickens' disease. Poet, unwell, with loneliness, too daily to relate, is taken off to a lay-by planet for his recovery. He signs up with the Amateur Resistance Society, known as ARS or ARS, which boasts a training program where they instruct their patients how to bloom through the Milky Way. I'm left without you, poet, with maneuvers in goodbye, poet, with how come nothing means without you, poet, nothing. Finito, which is what um, Paul Cezanne called his the, the bits of the canvas that he didn't use, and um, that's so that's what this poem is called, Non Finito. On poet's return, very impressive, Lazarus gave a standing ovation, started to reread, or else, well, can't think of what are the beautiful they replace a pelican, larian, wet kiss becomes someone I have never been in the Hebraic version, then lose him to a half-life of facts on a mountainside where nothing happens but loneliness too daily to relate. Poet stared, Lazarus came forth, and clap, 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 clap. Others said, thinking. A priest in such a situation has the privilege of assuring the woman that she has never for a single moment lost the love of God the Father, nor her dignity as a beloved daughter of that same God, no matter what she did. And so I say to these women today, you do not have to hide from God one moment longer. I know it's exhausting to pretend that your pain is not real, that your loss is not immense, and that your choice wasn't devastating to you. But when you experience God's love and mercy even after, you will really come to know and experience that God's love in forgiving our most serious sins is even greater than his love in creating us. Your father has been waiting for you for a very long time, mothers. It's time to come home. There is a forgotten word. No, an almost forbidden word. 
A word that means more to me than any other in the world. That word is England. Yeah. Once we flaunted it in the face of the world like a banner. It was a word that stood for respect. A word that stood for power. A word that stood for influence. A word that stood for freedom. Now we are scarcely allowed to mention the name of our own country. I want to revive that. Run now! There's a reason for this. There's a reason why the press and the powers that be attempt to pigeonhole us and put us on the margins. And there's one word, fear. Yes! They fear us, gentlemen, because we are the true voice of the English people. Yes! It is time, gentlemen, to stand up and be counted. The game is afoot. I can see you straining like greyhounds in the slip. The time has come to stand up and take our country back, which is being stolen from beneath us. Yeah! 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 Gentlemen, are you ready to return to the fight? Yeah! Are you thirsty for blood? Yeah! Are you ready to defend this country with your last breath of life? Yeah! Yeah! Enjoy this band of brothers.
You have been listening to iStopka here on Resonance 104.4 FM. Details of today's episode and future episodes and all sorts of stuff to do with me, my friends and associates and colleagues and those people that appear on iStopka can be found on my website, www.theculture.net. Also, live time, real time, hashtag iStopka on Twitter if you want to engage in that episode public forum in Brexit Britain. I think we need to stick together and actually talk about this stuff because they seem to be really taking this seriously. I am speechless, almost. Brexit. Can't be allowed to happen. Out in the streets, boys and girls, out in the street, we need to defend our freedom. There you go. I said it. Freedom. Anyway, twisted up as we all are, we shall be back, repeated at various times during the Resonance FM and Resonance Extra schedule during the week. Carol Finer coming up next live if you're listening on Tuesday afternoon. If not, it'll be something other wonderful from the Resonance FM ever-evolving, ever-evolving, ever-interesting playlist. So this is me, Simon Tishko, saying thank you very much for listening in today. If you want details of today's show, as ever, the website www.theculture.net. Lots of love. Thanks, everyone. Catch